Go woke, go broke. The culture war continues to rage. Netflix and Disney lose massive fortunes. Elon Musk buys Twitter. And Donald Trump launches Truth Social, but promises not to go back to Twitter. The Department of Homeland Security establishes the Ministry of Truth. I'm Scott Wingeter. Welcome to another episode of Impolite Company. The culture war is raging across the country, and it's very clear for anybody who tunes in on any sort of media platform. Netflix, the company that destroyed my favorite company growing up as a kid, Blockbuster, they they took over with first mailing DVDs to your home, and now with their streaming service, they seem to be unstoppable. But over the last year, they've lost a massive amount of money. With 444,270,000 outstanding shares at $500 per share dropped due to the embracing of woke ideology, okay? Netflix has lost their shareholders a staggering $222 billion over the last year by embracing woke ideology. Disney. Disney has lost their shareholders $123 billion. $760 $760 million in just one year. $109 billion of that was just in the last six months. Same thing. Embracing this stupid, woke ideology. All right? Whether it's Disney, you know, trying to fight Ron DeSantis and the state of Florida over the, quote, don't say gay bill, or how they're telling their actors in Disney World that they are not allowed to have, you know, normal pronouns when they describe one another. Um, The happiest place on earth seems to be rather sad right now. Uh, Disney has lost a ton of subscribers from their streaming service, Disney+. Plus. And that's really what's contributing to this massive loss of fortune. And what I really think is happening is that the silent majority, the rest of America, all of us who have our heads screwed on straight, are just fed up with it, guys. We're sick and tired. We're sick and tired of being told that we're bigots, that we're racist, that we're sexist, that we're, you know, fill in the blank. We're sick and tired of having our our children, our six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds be indoctrinated on your TV shows, streaming into our houses, telling them that it's okay if they want to transition to the opposite gender that they were born in. We don't want that. We definitely don't need that. And we're sick and tired of it. And so, guess what, guys? We will cancel you. We're not going to cancel you by going on Twitter or Facebook and, you know, trying to ruin your reputation. We'll just simply cancel you by canceling our subscription to your streaming service. We're not interested in what you have to show us anymore. We'll go somewhere else. We'll be entertained by some someplace else. You know, I hope that everybody that canceled Disney Plus decides that they're going to start tuning into Impolite Company because at least... I'm far more entertaining than, you know, the woke bullcrap that you're spewing out of our TV sets. Another thing, another thing is Twitter. Twitter, however, breaks this mold of go woke, go broke. And there's a reason for that. 
Twitter is arguably the most powerful social media uh, platform out there. Um, and they have been censoring conservatives, conservative stories, and uh, trying to drive a particular leftist agenda and narrative for the last, I'd say, two or three years. Uh, and they've been in overdrive over the last two or three years. Um, they are not a proponent of free speech. However, Elon Musk, as I'm sure everybody knows, just purchased Twitter for $43 billion. So is it fair to say that if you go woke, you go broke? Well, not if you're Twitter. See, because Twitter holds that power. They're able to hold that narrative. Uh, they're able to drive the narrative. Just think about the Hunter Biden laptop story, which we all know is true now, right? It's not Russian disinformation the way that Twitter claimed that it was back in October of 2020, right before the election. No, everybody has admitted that, no, that's real. And by the way, that's not a problem, please. The point is this. We know how powerful that platform can be. And so I applaud Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, for buying it because he's going to implement into Twitter, uh, you know, he's going to be an advocate for free speech, which I think is really essential. However, two days after Musk purchased Twitter, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas testified before Congress stating that his department seeks to establish the Disinformation Governance Board essentially in response to Musk's purchase of Twitter. And this is very clear. Why would you come up with this idea two days after Elon Musk bought Twitter? The only explanation is that you're doing it in reaction to Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter, knowing full damn well that now Twitter is not going to be this shield, this sword and shield for the leftist agenda. Instead, it's going to be more like what it used to be when it first got started, which is just the, you know, a, a, a place where free ideas can be spit out. So we're going to establish the Orwellian Ministry of Truth uh, disguised as this disinformation governance board. So I have a couple of questions for the Biden administration. Why is the government regulating information? Is it, is it the government's job to regulate information? Since when has that been a thing? Where do you get the constitutional power to regulate information? Isn't that a violation of the First Amendment? Does it not worry even liberals that the government is establishing an Orwellian ministry of truth straight out of 1984? Censorship and propaganda are the twin arms of tyranny in every fascist, communist, and totalitarian regime in history. But the silver lining is this, folks. If you aren't getting shot at, you're not over the target. The regime's response demonstrates the fear of the power that social media holds over the population. When controlled by billionaires like Musk or Trump, both who have vowed to maintain free speech in the modern digital public square, they're getting nervous. 
the Washington Compost, uh, to borrow uh, from one of my heroes, Mark Levin, the Washington Compost says that democracy dies in darkness. I, number one, we're not a democracy. We're a republic. Number two, I kind of agree with the term. However, the left does not actually embrace either democracy or free speech, and it's clear by their actions. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Impolite Company. Thanks for listening to Impolite Company, presented by The Doc Line. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate our podcast and leave a five-star review for us.